caring for children has always been one of the deepest and most satisfying things a human being can do. The world is changing and there's never been a more important time for childcare business owners to start marketing their businesses. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about everything that can help you grow your childcare business and stand out in a crowded market. Welcome to the Childcare Business Growth Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Nick here from Childcare Business Growth and today I am super excited. Now, I put Joy on the spot here. Before I go into this, uh, yeah, I'm first of all very, very grateful for this lady joining me. Joy is, uh, first of all, an inspiration to me. Now, we're working with Joy. Joy's out in the US and what time is it with you, Joy, first of all, before I go into everything right now? It's currently 6.28 a.m. Okay, so when we first planned, when I mentioned this to you, I said, oh, we're going to do a quick interview. Joy didn't realize this was going to be live, okay? So I really put Joy in the corner, guys. And bear in mind, it's like 6.30 in the morning where Joy is right now, okay? So I am super grateful for Joy jumping on this call. And um, I want, Joy, I'm going to ask you to give an introduction to me, but I just want to cover one point quickly. The reason why I thought it was so important to do this live today is because vision boards are massively important to my family and I, all of our children, my wife and I have them. But I'll be honest with you, I think in the past, we didn't see them as a huge priority. And I think right now, some people might have some misconceptions around them. I think people have um, make some common mistakes. And I also think with everything that's going on in the world, people have switched more to a survival mindset rather than still holding this vision of where they want to be in the next four months. And I think that we need to hopefully help people change that mindset. So... Without further introduction, guys, I want to introduce you to Joy Maxwell. Now, I've only known Joy for a few months, but as I said, she's already become a huge inspiration to myself, to our team here at Childcare Business Growth. And uh, Joy, do you want to give you just a quick overview of yourself and a bit about your background, if you don't mind? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. I am um, I'm elated to be here this morning. I, I just uh, thank you for this opportunity and this space. So my name is Joy Maxwell. And I have been coined as the visionary. And so um, I come from an educational background. I was an elementary school teacher for 10 years. Um, while I was an elementary school teacher, I was also an adjunct professor at night. So I taught early childhood education and elementary um, English. And so I've been teaching and training people for a very long time. I've always had a passion to work with children. I've always had a passion to teach people how to properly work with children. And um, here in Philadelphia, I am an adult educator with the city. So I am able to go around and teach uh, other early childhood educators how to implement curriculum, how to do assessments, how to set up classrooms. And so those are some things that I have been doing um, just throughout my career over the past uh, 15, anywhere from 15 to, to 20 years, actually. I started working in nonprofit organizations, daycares, uh, Head Start programs since I was 16 years old. So I've had um, quite a few years working in this arena. I am also a mom of five and a newly glam mom. Um, so we have a six-month-old grandbaby. And I am married to my wonderful husband, Raina Maxwell, who is my uh, partner in our childcare 
um, business and in life. And so I am um, excited about this season that we're in. I'm excited for the new year and I'm excited to be here talking to all of you guys. Thank you, Joy. No, I didn't realize you had five children. Wow, you've beaten me. I've got four, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my husband was a package deal, so he came with one, and she immediately became ours. Okay. So, yes, we have five. <laughs> so, um, now, the reason, as I said, why I thought this was so important, because I think, let's face it, 2020 was a tough year for everyone, and, um, you know, 2021 is, of course, going to bring its challenges, but mm -hmm. I think so so important that we don't lose sight of having goals having a vision of what we want to achieve over the next 12 months mm -hmm. and that's why i know obviously you've got a big event coming up on the weekend i know the it's sold out if you want to go there in person um yeah. the virtual option still available which we'll talk about later but right now i think it's so important that people understand why more than ever that vision boards are extremely important for how we plan the future so do you want to just tell us a bit of an overview why you think people kind of get vision boards wrong or they have this misconception around vision boards? Well, the first thing is um, growing up, my mom was a person that always read different proverbs to us, different scriptures, different affirmations, different stories. And there is a proverb that says where there is no vision, the people perish. Wow. And so that is a proverb that I have held very dear and close to my heart and that I am very mindful of. So as a team leader, as a CEO, as a mom, I make sure that my team, the people I love, the people I, I lead, the people I carry, I make sure that they know that we have to have a definitive plan, purpose, and vision for what we are doing in life, what we do in business, what we do in marriage, what we do in ministry. We have to have a definitive plan in place and we have to have a clear vision. If not, you do yourself and you do your team a disservice because people don't know what direction we're maneuvering because we have no clear end. We have no clear vision. And so I think the misconception with people creating vision boards, first of all, I get people to say all the time, oh, I know that's that arts and craft project that people do. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Uh, arts and craft project. No, it's much more than that. Uh, thing <laughs> I, I, I realize is that. You know, I was telling Nick when we do these projects and we do these um, uh, things with our family, I have a, a 15 year old. And the first thing he does is, you know, he goes and gets the pictures of the most expensive cars, the most expensive bikes, the most expensive Rolexes. And he's like, this is what I want. This is what you know, this is what I want to put on my vision board. And then I have to kind of scale him back a little bit and say, OK, so where do you see yourself successfully in your grades? Where do you see yourself successfully in your body? Like, what's something you want to work on? What are your thoughts that you want to, you know, accomplish this year? I want you to do things that are already in your arena. So right now, as a 15-year-old, we know that you will not be getting a Lamborghini. <laughs> so once we kind of, you know, bring him back to reality, um, and this year especially has been uh, very beneficial because we, we created this workbook to work through four vision boards. And I think this workbook is just game-changing. And so I want people to, you know, dream big, definitely. Dream, you know, your wildest and your biggest dreams. But after you dream, after you visualize what strategic steps 
are we putting in place to work through this vision and to make sure that this vision is going to be obtainable? That's the part that people miss the steps. They put the pictures up. They put the fancy husband and wife. But then all year long, I wanted to manifest a husband, but it didn't happen for me this year. All year long, you didn't go anywhere. You didn't join any websites. You didn't, uh, you know, put yourself out there. You didn't let anybody know you were single. You you did the same thing. And so you yielded the same results. Now, if you're ready to do something, let's put those steps in order to actually achieve it. Yeah, it's a very good point. And, um, I, you know, I talked this one through my son the other day. He's saying, oh, I want to be fit. I want to be strong. I say, okay, well, what does that look like? Yes. You know, what, what's the end goal? Um, yeah. But also as well, we talk a lot about being, you know, setting smart goals, you know, you have to be able to measure them along the way. You know, does that mean you're going to run three times a week for 20 minutes? You know, mm-hmm. you have, to have some kind of metric in place, don't you, to mm-hmm. track that. Um, so that's a big one. So let's break down, if you don't mind, what are the common areas you encourage people to put on their vision board from a personal and a family point of view first? So the first area that I try to tell people is to um, focus on your mental. You know, what are what are my mental goals? What are my things that I kind of want to hone in on mentally, emotionally? Because what I realize is there are a lot of business owners that are a lot of busy parents that emotions take over them. They they you know very emotional. They go and they slip into depression. And it's like we have to get out of our own heads and work through some of that. So emotionally. Physically, financially, what are your goals? Where do you want to focus on? What do you want to hone in on? And what do you want to fix? Yes. And the, the big one as well for, you know, is what types of things do you find people get wrong with these? You know, when they set, for example, a financial goal or they set, you know, this personal goal around themselves, what, what kind of things go wrong when they set these out? So, um, the, the One of the major things is I see people that say, I want to make this amount and I want to make this amount a year. Yeah. And so um, if you want to make this amount, what steps have you put in place? What strategic plans have you lined up? And then how have you broken it down? So if you tell me you want to make $1,200 this year. We need to break that down and say, okay, well, that means you need to make at least $100 a month. And if you know you want to make $100 a month, then that means you need to make at least $25 a week. And then whatever you have to do to hit $25 a week, whether you sell water, whether you sell candy, whether you sell potato chips, you have to make sure that you have a plan in place, a step-by-step plan in place to make that $25 a week that then adds up to the $100 a month that then will add up to your $1,200 for the year. Yeah. So we have to put strategic steps in place and we have to visualize those steps. And the, the other one as well I find is, let's face it, you know, a lot of childcare business have struggled over the last nine months. Yes. Inquiring numbers, et cetera. And if they had this goal, let's say they had this big goal 12 months ago, they were going to be full with a waiting list, et cetera. But, you know, that obviously things have happened there in those scenarios. But again, you're going to have those months where you're going to have a dip. You're going to have a, a, a bump yeah. in the road. Something's going to happen. And one of the common things I find that businesses generally don't tend to adjust for is when they get that blip, they get that bump in the road. Let's take the scenario you just said around, 
hey, you know, you've got to do a hundred dollars, etc. But what if you don't make anything this month? Well, how do you then need to adjust the next few months to be able to make yeah. that? That's yeah. a what I find is a big problem. The other one for me as well is a big thing is around I find that people I speak to a lot of people that say, I've got a vision board, I've got a plan, I do it with my family, you know, but they don't have a vision board for their business, but more importantly, a vision board they share with their team and their business. You know, because we all have this um, plan of where we're taking the business, what we want to achieve, et cetera. But the problem is, do our team know that? So what are any kind of common scenarios or examples you could give there of business owners that come across that same problem? So um, <clears throat> last week, um, I did a uh, audio drop in on a new app called Clubhouse, which has been really amazing. It's been really great for networking. And this question came up. I had a young lady that said, OK, Coach Joy, I hear you talking about vision boards. I hear you talking about, you know, bringing your staff in. But how do you make sure that your staff also owns this process and that they buy into it? <clears throat> And so what I shared with the young lady is when we do our yearly vision board events for our staff, when we talk to our staff about their vision, we do introduce what the vision and the goal and the objective is of the child care facility. But what I found is the best way to cultivate a team is to celebrate a team. So we tell them what our goals is, what we want to see, what we want to hit. But this is how we get our staff to buy in. We ask them, what have you accomplished since you worked for us that has been your aha moment? Like, wow, I did this because I work here at this childcare facility. What have you done? What have you accomplished? And then what do you want to do in the future? Because not only do I want to check in with you as, you know, my lead teacher and my preschool teacher to say, hey, you know, have our students mastered this skill for this month yet? But I also want to check in with you at some point and say, hey, I remember on your vision board activity that we did in January, you said you wanted to lose 10 pounds. How's that going for you? And cultivate them and celebrate them because then they see, oh, she doesn't just care about me as a worker here for her organization. She cares about me. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big point because I I see a lot of comments in groups, um, particularly from childcare businesses, where people say, oh, my team just don't have the motivation. They don't have the drive behind them. It's mm. like pulling teeth or you've just got to feel you push them all the time. And I think... One of that, one of the reasons because of that, like you've just mentioned, is because we don't share in what their vision is or what they want to achieve over the next 12 months. Or like you said, we don't celebrate their achievements. And that's a big thing. I think sometimes we get so caught up in, oh, our plan is to do this, but but is everyone else just coming along for the ride? Where do they fit into that? And have we taken them into consideration, our team into consideration too? Mm. So there are there any before we move on to some tips that people can use, you know, steps to put in place a good vision, uh, vision board. Are there any other common mistakes or things that people do with vision boards that they get wrong or common questions you get come up? So um, I talked to a young lady and this young lady has been coming to my live vision board party since 2016. I spoke to her the other day and I was like, hey, you know, it's that time of year again. I know we checked in a couple of months. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you accomplishing? And she said, coach, can I be honest with you? And I said, sure. She said, this year I lost sight of my vision. I said, well, what do you mean? 
she said, we did buy the house that we put on our vision board. And we did, you know, I did finish my uh, bachelor's program. I'm enrolled in my master's program. She said, but when I moved, it was a lot going on. You know, I've, I've had some changes. And she said, actually, my vision board had fell behind my dresser. Oh, wow. She said, I knew it fell behind my dresser, but I never thought about it. Like, OK, hurry up and pick it up. She said, or she realized it in some months that the vision board was behind her dresser. And she said, to be very honest, when I did finally get it out, I almost had to dust it off because it had accumulated dust. And some of the pictures had fallen off. Some of the words had fallen off. She said, and it hit me. I lost focus of my vision. And because of that, I slowed down with the goals that I had set. So that's one of the most common mistakes. You know, when life hits us, when life does things, when things get shaken up, we pause. Yeah. Pause. We stop growing. We stop moving. And that's not what we need to do. We need to pivot. Pivot. Uh, change yeah. the plan. Change that's the plan, but never the promise. You know? The promise is the promise. This is what you're believing for. This is what you're working for. You're manifesting. That's your promise. You are going to have some pitfalls along the way, but you pivot. You don't stop. You don't pause. So that, that's another thing. That's a big one as well. I think as well, sometimes, you know, particularly have those days or I know it's been quite common for people recently. There's been a lot of childcare business I speak to on a daily basis that are feeling so low right now because of what they've gone through. And, yeah. they're and, and they, you can tell that, unfortunately, it's so sad that they've lost their, their, their passion for what they do because they've been so bogged down in trying to deal with all this, you know, mess, everything, all that, everything that's been going on yeah. that, you know, when you even ask them about a vision, nothing's there right now because they've just been so caught up in everything that's been going on. It's really sad. And and that's why we always have in our vision board, it's it's everywhere. Whenever you walk through the house, you can't miss it. It's in multiple places. Oh, you know, I love it's, it. No, it's it's so important for us, you know, brushing your teeth, there's there's a there's a small version. As soon as you walk in our home office, there's a big version that hits you in the face as soon as you walk through the door. I, love it. I totally agree with you that if you don't have that visual all the time. It's so easy to get distracted and get caught up in the day to day that yeah. we lose track. And then what also happens, I feel, is that people get so caught up in the day to day, they don't allocate any time to then be working on that vision board or towards one of those steps on that vision board. So that's another common problem I find as well is that if you not have if you don't have that daily reminder, it's too easy just to get sidetracked and you know just wander aimlessly. So. Yes. One big one. Now, I know we're going to touch on briefly about your event coming up. I'm super excited about the event you've got coming up on the weekend. Um, our team are booked in for your events virtually on the weekend as well. Um, now, just one thing before we go into that, tell us a little bit about some steps that you recommend people would put in place if they were to start to do a vision board. Because let's face it, if you haven't done one yet, there's never been a better time to do one. And what yeah. steps do you recommend they go through? So <clears throat> I tried to write these down in, in, as five steps. Like, let me, let me keep it small for you guys. The first, and, and I feel like the most important step is to start with acknowledgement and gratitude. I want to acknowledge who I am today, where I've come from, where I've been, what I accomplished last year in 2020, even though it was the craziest year we've been in. I want to acknowledge who Joy is currently what she's accomplished, what she's been through. I want to even acknowledge, you know what, Joy? You could have did that better. You could have did that thing, that event, that friendship, that relationship. You could have did that one better. Acknowledge all of that. 
And then from a heart of gratitude, be thankful. Be thankful. Have that gratitude. You know what? 2020 was rough. I didn't accomplish everything that I wanted to accomplish, but I am grateful that I still have my life. I still have health. I still have my strength. I still have a mind. I still have another opportunity. Start there. That's my first step. And that's a big one because that environment welcomes in everything else that you're going to do. The next step, you have to start with a mindset of growth. Your mindset has to be so laser that it does not matter what you experience. Yes, we acknowledge and we are grateful for where we came from. But now our mindset is saying we are going further. We are accomplishing more. We're more focused. We're more loving. We're more nurturing. We're more giving. Our mindset is now growth, 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 growth and how we're going to do it. Okay, that's my second tip. My third tip is you have to be in a clear, clutter-free environment. You have to be. You have to be. It's order that precedes everything else that we do. If things are not in order, if things are in disarray, my mom used to say, messy bed, messy head. You have to get to a place of clarity. You have to get to a clean place. You have to get to a place that looks crisp, that looks, you know, fresh, that has a beautiful view. Get somewhere, you know, and I know people are saying, well, it's a pandemic right now. We got a lot going on. What what are we going to do? Find a space in your house, find a space in your closet, in your basement, in your garage, whatever you have to do. Just get to a place clear, clutter free, because it allows your mind, it allows your emotions to be different. Sometimes when I walk in my childcare, if I go into a classroom that the kids are in the centers and they kind of have just thrown everything, disarray. If I was walking in there to do an observation, I can't do it because the environment is too cluttered. It's too much. I have to wait and come back later. So you want to make sure that you have a clear environment. The fourth tip that I would give you is you have to take some time to visualize your next level. So now you've already been thankful. You've already showed your gratitude. You've already acknowledged your wins and your losses. You've already, you know, put your mindset. Okay, this is the year for growth. This is the year for this. You've already had your clear environment. Now, when everything is quiet, when everything is calm, you're going to close your eyes and you're going to visualize visualize. You want more enrollment? You're visualizing those students coming to the door, ringing the bell, the parents calling your phone, signing up, whatever your biggest, greatest desire, dream, whatever it is, you are visualizing that. And you're, you know, you're going to be serious about this. People are like, oh, here we go. I, I haven't visualized anything. Well, that's the problem. When's the last time you became like a kid and just had a daydream? Visualize, okay? And then my fifth tip is to have fun doing this. You want to have fun doing it. You want to make sure that there is so much joy and happiness and gratitude in your heart and in your environment. If you want to put on some music that makes you feel good, that makes you want to level up, that makes you want to know that it's more in you, put on your Beyonce, put on whatever it is that gets you hyped and happy and work in that environment. So that's why I'm so, so, so super excited about our event. You know, half of it is is um, VIP. So we're going to have a few people in the room. We're going to have an environment that is going to cultivate thoughts and dreams and desires. So those are my tips. They are awesome tips. And guys, look, just a quick point here. Now, as Joyce mentioned, 
The event on the weekend is now closed food uh, to guests. It's a, a limited space. It's purely VIPs. It's now sold out. But Joy has been very, very kind to give us a link where you can attend this event virtually. Okay, we've got a discount for you guys. Everyone in the, the childcare business growth community, I'm very, very grateful for Joy sorting this out. And um, what I'm going to do after this, I will post the link in the comments down below where you will be able to take advantage of that offer. And it's only available for people inside the childcare business growth community, guys. Now, Joy, I want to thank you so much for especially taking the time out of your day so early in the day. Uh, I think <laughs> it's important to point out as well. Joy, just tell everyone what time you normally get up and start your day, if you don't mind. So I get up anyway at 4 a.m. every morning. Guys, 4 a.m., okay? <laughs> now, I know we could all come up with reasons why we can't get up at that time and why everything else, but I'll be honest with you. I hear this time and time again. Some of the most successful people in the world, they get up early because that's their time where they can work on things with no interruptions. Mm -hmm. Because let's face mm -hmm. it, as a childcare business owner, how many distractions do you have in a day? You have a, your team members call you, you have parents, you have issues, you have authorities, you have all different types of people to work with. Mm -hmm. And I think Joy's a classic example here of someone that's achieving big things, inspiring others, and she's leading by example of up at 4 a.m., gets her main things done while she's got that quiet time, jumps on interviews at 6.30 in the morning without any preparation. <laughs> and uh, you're a true inspiration, Joy. And I'm, I'm very grateful for you jumping on. And guys, oh, thank you, there's, I've, I don't think I've come across anyone that runs these vision board events anything like the way Joy's going to run this on the weekend. So whatever excuses you've got why you can't be there, make sure you are there. I'm going to put the link in down below. And I just want to thank you once again, Joy, for your time. And um, I'll post the link down below, everyone, very soon. And uh, Joy, thank you once again. And I look forward to catching up with you on our next call over the next few months. Thank you so much, Nick, for this opportunity. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. I am excited about you guys' future. Thanks, Joy. I'll speak thank to you, you soon. Bye-bye. We're on a mission to help business owners just like you to get more customers into their businesses and to help you stand out from your competition. If you'd like to find out more about the ways we can help your business, check out our website at childcarebusinessgrowth.com.